Nobody likes a kiss and tell, but when it comes to accessibility, we have to talk about it. And don't worry, I'm not talking about smooching. Eh, you'll see what I mean. This week I dive a little bit into the merits of keeping things simple for everyone's sake. This is Project 11, a collection of my thoughts on the world of digital accessibility. I love Kiss so much, I could kiss it. No, I'm not talking about that band with the crazy makeup, costumes, and the frontman with that insanely long tongue. Uh, though, come to think of it, that black and white face paint would meet contrast requirements. Uh, but anyway, the kiss that I'm referring to is the phrase, keep it simple, stupid. Or, if you prefer, keep it simple, silly. First coined by the US Navy in the 1960s, keep it simple, stupid is the idea that systems work most effectively when reduced to the most concise form that still conveys essential information. It's an elegant way of describing an intuitive truth. Users will not bother with an overly convoluted design. This ties directly into a concept known as cognitive fluency. Cognitive fluency is the feeling of how easy or difficult completing a mental task is. Perceived difficulty may or may not correlate to the actual objective difficulty of executing the mental task, but if you feel like a task is overly difficult, you're less likely to see it through. Cognitive fluency has significant implications for user experience, particularly with regards to accessibility. You see, the current WCAG guidelines place an explicit emphasis on consistency in at least two of their criteria, consistent navigation and consistent identification. Both of these criteria lean heavily on the concept of familiarity, as Predictable's page structure and landmarks improve the ease of site navigation for assistive technology and all users. Consistency and ease of use are natural complements. After all, which would you say is easier to navigate? A three-story university hall where the rooms are consistently numbered on each floor? Or a meandering hedge maze where all of the intersections and landmarks are nearly indistinguishable? Naturally, we'd go with the first because it utilizes a simple design that conveys the necessary information, as opposed to the second, which might be considered simple in a sense, but in a way that intentionally omits necessary information and introduces needless complexity to the person's path. Assistive technologies rely on well-coded and consistent structures in order to present a site's contents in a manner discernible to their users. Uh, for example, a screen reader will convert landmarks such as regions and headings into audio landmarks that a low vision user can interpret and thus use to navigate the site. While it is important to incorporate all of the necessary information from multiple senses on a website, a convoluted design can be overly distracting and just as useless as a site without that information at all. Uh, for example, site and posts that are overly loaded with poorly presented information, the type that you see in cities like Los Angeles, for example, require considerable mental energy to decipher, and the risk of misinterpretation is high and potentially expensive. Keeping it simple and understandable is key. The reason KISS is so crucial to accessibility is because as robust as assistive technologies can be, they're ultimately performing rote interpretations of what's presented to them. They do not yet have the ability that the human brain does to compensate for faulty design, at least not to the same extent. Responsive design and clean code with appropriate titles, roles, alternative text, and aria tags is essential for providing a quality experience for users of all abilities.
Imagine in education, if a student is given an e-textbook that has significant compatibility issues with their assistive technology, the student will have to expend mental energy deciphering the content rather than simply consuming and learning from it. This negatively affects the cognitive fluency of the student's learning and increases the likelihood that the student will eventually abandon their studies entirely. We can't accept this when we have established design practices in place that account for these detriments to cognitive fluency. Binding accessibility standards, as well as thinking holistically about users with a diverse set of needs, goes a long way toward ensuring that those users will successfully gain the benefits of products and services in all domains.